kind of a lifelong learner. And yeah. so that, that is probably, uh, that's the, the most important skill set I have. I'm, I don't know exactly how I developed it, um, but it's something that I actually look for in people when we're recruiting is this uh, kind of an innate curiosity. I think curiosity is an extremely powerful uh, trait that uh, uh, you know propels it. it, it curiosity for me, curiosity is about uh, keeping life interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, making sure I stay out of ruts, ex uh, get exposed to new things. Um, so one of the wonderful things about technology is it makes it for curious people. It's fabulous. Are you ready to elevate your leadership skills in the electronics manufacturing industry? Join Sana Vinding on a transformative journey as she unlocks the key to exceptional leadership in this dynamic field. Discover invaluable strategies, emerging trends, and best practices through expert perspectives and insightful interviews. This podcast is your ultimate resource for gaining a competitive edge, staying ahead of the curve, and shaping the future. Tune in now and unlock the secrets to leadership success in the world of electronics manufacturing. Welcome to Mind Innovation Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Senna Vending, and I'm thrilled about today's episode. I want to introduce today's guest, Michael Knight. He's the president and CEO of Entrance International. Michael has more than 25 years of experience in the electronic component, distribution, and manufacturing industry, including the 18 years in various management positions at TTI. So, Michael, welcome. I know we met a couple of times at different conferences um, over the last couple of years, but I'm so excited about our, our conversations today. Yeah, me as well. Um, I was looking, I've been looking forward to talking to you, Santa. So thank yeah. you for the invite. Yeah, of course. So um, I always love to to talk about passion. I think we all have different passions. So what, tell me more about your passion about the the electronics industry. Yeah, so it's uh, actually, I've been in the industry in one form or fashion now, uh, well, probably over 30 years. So it's, uh, it's, I could say it's almost a lifelong passion. It's certainly my working life, it's been a passion. And um, it, it really centers around the fact that uh, technology is you know, transforming society, transforming life as we know it. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I'm a big believer in the exponential uh, nature of technology. And I feel like um, we are now moving into the exponential part of the curve. The first part of an exponential curve is very linear. Yeah. Um, it's kind of a uh, nice even stair step. It's the second piece of it where things uh, break free of gravity and get uh, uh, truly strange and, and wonderful, in my opinion. And uh, I think we're knocking on the door of the second half of the exponential curve right now. So uh, what, what I love about the, the industry is um, I've actually got, I got started in Silicon Valley yeah. back in the eighties. Um, and it was, the industry was still a little bit kind of the wild west there. You, you could get a sense of the potential, but you know, we're, we're talking about early days of PCs, no internet. Um, uh, when I got started, fax machines hadn't even mainstreamed. So <laughs> you could see the, 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 yeah. the transformation potential from computing and communications in terms of how people interacted the impact it would have on the nature of work, productivity, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but you couldn't really at that point see uh, the, the internet wasn't uh, really, it wasn't a widely known concept. The fact that you could have the internet in your pocket, 
um, and just all of this stuff coming and green energy, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. um, wasn't visible from that standpoint. So what to directly answer your question, what I love about this is kind of watching how it evolves and then uh, uh, reflecting back on the, okay, how did we get here? Yeah. And from that, can we extrapolate where we're going? Yeah. Which is, it's, it's easier to look backwards and connect the dots and say, it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, thought, I, I, yeah, get right. it. I should have done that. Why right. didn't anybody else develop that one? Right. Yeah. Oh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And those are, those are my regrets. Like how could I have missed that? Yeah. Um, but really, really hard to peer into the future because the, you know, one, one path leads to several paths you have, and, and then those paths lead to several paths. And before you know it, so that your path choices are exponential. So yeah. it's it's very hard to draw a line in the future to whatever future state. Yeah. Um, so it's, uh, you know, it, every day is a surprise. It is. Yeah. And and I like what you're saying. It's easy to reflect, right? It, 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 it is. And saying, oh, yeah, you know, we, the signs were there, but maybe we didn't notice it at that time. But now you, you can see the signs much, you know, much clearer. Great thing about today is there's so many kind of fundamental technologies, general purpose technologies that are in the process of mainstreaming that it, it is actually easier to see how these things can intersect and interconnect and enable each other to create truly kind of life-changing experiences for the human race yeah. um, in, in our lifetime. And um, I, I mean, I, I can't, for how much longer I'm going to live, um, I, I can't wait to see what happens, what unfolds. It's it's really, um, it, it's going to be mind-blowing. Yeah. Oh, I agree. I agree. Um, talking about like learning, so you can say mistakes, what, what do you see, you know, based on your experience, what are some of the common mistakes manufacturer are, are you know, currently making in the, in the industry? Yeah. So there's a core one uh, that's uh, occurred over and over again through my, my work history yeah. and is in, is occurring right now. And uh, what it, and that is um, overestimating the speed at which things change and transform and, and new stuff mainstreams in the market. Yeah. And then underestimating uh, how big things are going to be. And then related, uh, related to that, um, uh, frankly, just having amnesia about how these cycles work. And so what ends up happening, and it continues to happen, you think it wouldn't with, with uh, kind of modern data analytics, but um, <laughs> when things are, we overreact when things get soft and then underreact when things get strong. So yeah. we've been in a long-term cycle of, at the end of the day, over time, uh, demand exceeds capacity for electronic component manufacturers. You know, we're still dealing with it today. The yeah. news headlines would have you believe that, you know, lead times are back to normal. There are no more shortages. It's we're back to a buyer's market. Not not even close. This is uh, there are still plenty of areas where uh, things are super tight. And, you know, in, in your core business, I know you see this in terms of power discretes and things yeah. um, where there just frankly is not enough capacity, manufacturing capacity in the world to service uh, even today's true online underlying demand, let alone what's coming in the next up cycle, which is not that far away. Yeah. 
Yeah, you have to be ready. I think that ticks into because I want to talk about skill set, right? And the industry and the aging of, of our industry. Um, so but what, what's your experience or, or your advice right here of, of how do we get younger talent in? And also how do we how do we make sure that we have the right skill set? Yeah, I, I don't know that I I have any great insight to add <laughs> there. I think I'm as as confused as uh, anyone else of, of my generation um in terms of what you know how the younger generation is wired and think yeah um, obviously it's super important you know I, as i look around the industry even in, with my own company yeah uh lots of folks that will soon be retiring and uh not a lot of folks underneath them that have um and this is all related have the experience uh or the desire um and those things are are very connected yeah. to step up into the, the uh, vacancies that are, are coming. So uh, it's something I, I think a lot about. It's something my team is working on and I, I don't, you know, I, I don't have the answer short of, you know, something like, uh, okay, come work here. And it's a, you can have a three day work week at full pay yeah. and um, you can pick a, you can have a beanbag chair of your own color <laughs> And, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Um, I, it's, um, I don't know. It, yeah. There is definitely a disconnect between what drives and motivates the younger generation uh, and uh, older generations in the workforce. That's uh, not a, a, a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a thing. No, it's a change, um, right? It's an adjustment. Yeah. yeah. And, yep. and then in a few years, we can look back and then we say, oh, yeah, <laughs> the signs were there. No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what about um, learnings? Because I'm I'm always I love to learn, um, and it can be you know either from other industries, uh, it can be other verticals, right? I can will jump on YouTube. So so how how do you learn? Or how do you stay up to date with all the the technologies, or just what's happening? Yeah, uh, so reading, talking to people, um, and it, I, I'm kind of a lifelong learner, and yeah. so that that is probably. Uh, that's the, the most important skill set I have. I'm, I don't know exactly how I developed it, um, but it's something that I actually look for in people when we're recruiting is this uh, kind of an innate curiosity. Uh, I think curiosity is an extremely powerful uh, trait that uh, uh, you know propels. It, 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 curiosity, for me, curiosity is about uh, keeping life interesting. Yeah. Uh, making sure I stay out of ruts, ex uh, get exposed to new things. Um, so one of the wonderful things about technology is it makes it for curious people. It's fabulous. Right? Yeah. I have news feeds that um, the, the AI uh, very quickly learns what I'm interested in and finds stuff that that's in front of me. Now there's some downside to that too, in terms of bias and other things, but you know, generally um, it's a lot easier for me to ingest uh, uh, knowledge in, you know, kind of micro bites. You know, if yeah. I'm sitting in a traffic light, I can, <laughs> uh, it's enough time to pick up something new, uh, yeah. find other things to explore. Podcasts are, are a big deal for me. I, I yeah. listen to lots of different podcasts. And um, so it's just, I've always, and I've always been a, a big book reader. I generally read an hour to two hours a night before I go to sleep. Um, so it's, uh, if you're curious, 
it fantastic self edification has never been easier. Yeah. Um, if you're not curious, you're in trouble because the world is changing very quickly and uh, you're not going to be able to keep up. Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. Also with, with the podcast, I think, and, and of course, it just exploded under the pandemic, um, especially, you know, when I went out and what I was following and listening and it changed, right? I followed different ones and then I'm like, oh, you know, let mm -hmm. me let me listen to this one. But I think with the with the offering of a podcast, it changed my habits, right? If I'm walking um, the dog, right, I will out, go out and then I will listen to a podcast um, or going around the house doing, you know, cleaning up a few things or something like that. Um, I will put it on. Uh, and and I, I see other people as well, right? You see like everybody is wearing <laughs> a lot of earbuds. Um, so it, it's just interesting how how the technology, how a pandemic, right? A disruption um, actually changes the way we, we live. Yeah, I, I think the pandemic was an accelerator, uh, not, a, not actually a trigger point. For, and most of this stuff was already in the works. Yeah. It just, it, and it was going to happen anyway. You know, including the uh, work remote trends and all of that, it, it was coming. The pandemic just accelerated it. But yeah. you, you you started your podcast kind of in the uh, back I of did. the pandemic yeah. year, didn't you? Yeah. I did. I that did. must have yeah. been interesting. Yeah. No, it, it it was also to not to be lonely, right? In connecting with people um, and then starting starting learning from there and expanding my network. Um, so, so that's, that's how it's evolved. And again, you know, looking at the first one I did and then to where I am now, right. Again, that has been a, a journey as well. And it's still fun. What about, uh, so again, you know, how you're learning, how do you make sure that you keep that passion for learning or passion for the curiosity within, you know, your organization? How do you make sure that that's, that's, that's there? Uh, yeah. So it, uh, that's a, that's a great point because, uh, uh, if you're deliberate about it, uh, you can foster it in others. So, you know, it, it, we do, it, I talk a lot about uh, technology within my own organization, I encourage others to go to trade shows. I'm passing around podcasts. I, I'm a big uh, sender of uh, articles and things that, um, and it, it, what I tend to do, which actually uh, helps me um, metabolize information is summarize it before I send the article through. Yes. So on top of it, I'll put a little summary with kind of teasers to uh, hopefully to get the person or people I'm sending it to to, uh, yeah. to get into it and read it. Um, one of the things I did when I got to Andrews, which is uh, was the end of the last year, was uh, we started talking a lot about social media, especially LinkedIn, which I'm a big fan of. And I publish yeah. a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. And I encourage the whole team uh, to engage with LinkedIn and not and to think of it uh, differently than most of them thought of it. You know, think of it as this source of uh, uh, enlightenment is is too lofty a word, but you know, a, a place to go get knowledge, a, a place to uh, self develop, um, and and through that, you know, get exposed to other things, things that I'm getting exposed to, things that I'm helping expose others to. So the short answer is just to create an environment where uh, people give it the chance, because I do think once you kind of get the habit, it's crazy addictive. Yeah. My, my problem now is <laughs> to get out. Um, no. <laughs> it's exactly. It's a rabbit hole. Yeah. And if, if I'm not mindful, I will spend more time than I should in a given day. Yeah. Um, 
in in indulging in a in a hobby that I enjoy, but isn't necessarily uh, leading to you know outcomes in my work life or my personal life. Um, it's it, frankly a lot of what I do today today I I feel kind of guilty. It's a guilty pleasure. Yeah. Um, you know, keep keeping up with this. So. Yeah, um, it, it's yeah. it's the yeah it's the rabbit hole, right? Where suddenly ten minutes later, you're like, oh, I just was was just going to look, and then like that ten minutes was level went away, right? Or if you're like if me working out and you're doing the plank, that one minute it takes forever. <laughs> yeah. So maybe I just need to be on on, <laughs> on LinkedIn for one minute when I'm doing my workout. But it's just when uh, I work out is is when I uh, consume a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Because it it does you it, it, if you're focus then what you're what else you're doing kind of that uh you lose track of the time yeah it's it's yeah terrific that's, that's how it is um yeah. also talking about i want the skill set again and and you know the um the workforce um what, what kind of if somebody's new and want to get into the industry what kind of advice do you want to give to that colleague so and this is this is old school yeah it, and it is uh pick something and stick with it. Uh, give it a chance. Uh, show up early. Uh, do your best to outwork everybody around you. Pick a mentor. Attach yourself to somebody that you think, boy, you know, in a couple of years, five years, 10 years, as I look ahead, I would love to be where this person is. I would love to, you know, have the kind of attitudes and ethics of this person. Yeah. Um, be very deliberate about it. And uh, regardless of your field of interest, what company you go to, et cetera, uh, network like crazy. And, yeah. and, and this is something that I don't frankly see a, a great appreciation for in younger generations. They, uh, I, I see uh, younger people in the workforce, they, and, and this is a generalization, but, yeah. um, tend to compartmentalize, you know, They've got their work life and kind of all in on work, but uh, there's a, a cutoff point where then it's their personal life all in on personal. Yeah. And so what ends up happening is at the end of, end of the workday, if there's an uh, event, a mixer, someplace to go that you can network in your industry, uh, the attendance on those things has gotten uh, quite small. Um, and uh, I, I think that's I think that's a mistake. It's never too early in your life to start to network. Uh, virtually all of the great things that have happened to me in my life and career yeah. have resulted from an investment in networking I made prior to them happening. Yeah, that's a good advice. I like that. I think in, when I look at my career, I I was not good at that in the beginning, but but I'm I'm getting better. <laughs> so, yeah, good advice. Yeah, it's, um, it's something that it's something that's worth being deliberate about. Yeah. Yeah. So you mentioned the, with, you know, like mentoring, right. Or finding something is that, do you have any setup you in your organization right now with like mentoring new employees coming in or just going outside of your organization? We, uh, we do have a very good onboarding program yeah. for not only new employees, but for uh, folks who join the company through acquisition were quite acquisitive. Um, it, we're, we're getting ready to uh, really formulate form, uh, formalize it. And I've got the uh, HR organizational development team here is phenomenal. And um, we just went, we're just starting our new fiscal year. And 
I, I presented the budget to the board of directors and in there is a pretty good uh, chunk of money to fund uh, the next level organization development. And we're starting in uh, Andrews Leadership University and nice. uh, a, a number of things to be very deliberate yeah. about. Um, and it, it includes a, a mentoring program because I think mentoring is uh, extremely important. I'm, is, you, you and I are both uh, attached to women in electronics. I think the mentoring program there is uh, phenomenal. I, yeah. I, I don't understand why more people don't take advantage of it. Um, for, you know, frankly, I think one of the best things about mentoring while we're on the subject is being a mentor yeah. because you you will learn uh, as much or more uh, from the person that you are mentoring as they're yeah. learning from you. Yeah, it's, it it's pushes a, you, right? Because you will get some awesome questions and you're like, oh, I never yeah. saw it from that angle. Or you will get something saying, I didn't think about that. I, I totally agree there. Yeah, it's like studying for a test. Um, it's, it creates an environment and some back pressure that kind of sharpens your focus yeah. and gets you thinking in different ways and storing information in different ways. It's um, it's it, it's a really good uh, way to, you know, personally, mentoring helps you personally develop yeah. um, your, yourself. So it's, yeah. a, it's an awesome investment. Yeah, yeah, it's well, well spending that time. Um, yeah. I want to go back to to the industries again and talk about more like automation and robotics. You know, what 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 kind of role do you see in the future? You touched a little bit on it, um, but if you could expand a little bit on it. Uh, so you know, th there is a uh, long term trend. Uh, you know, go back to the uh, the looms in England in the you know early industrial age, eighteen hundreds, when the the ludites were running around. Um, and it, it is about using technology to uh, leverage human productivity and capacity. And uh, in many ways, it's, so it's been going on for several hundred years, probably longer. If you want to go back to when we first picked up a, a sharpened stick and used it as a spear to hunt, right? It's extending yeah. our capability. Um, but I, I, in many ways, I think it's early days because Again, it's this conflux of technology that, uh, you know, we're now talking about Industry 4.0, where you have uh, super smart uh, sensor dense environments where um, you're making things more effectively. One of my one of my favorite technologies when it comes to manufacturing that I think is is very transformative is this whole concept of additive manufacturing. This is. I mean, this is a rabbit hole. I'm I'm really <laughs> far down, yeah. On and because uh, additive manufacturing is biology. You and I both are the product of additive additive manufacturing. You know, you start uh, uh, single cells and divides and divides and divides, and so it's extremely efficient, and you can do very complex things. I mean, is there anything more complex than the universe than a human being i no. i don't think yeah. so no. yeah um and not possible with a subtractive manufacturing process a subtractive manufacturing process starts with a tree to make a toothpick it's incredibly wasteful it requires a ton of energy um and there's loads of flaws that get introduced in the process so you know right now we have you know 3d printing's been around for a long time um you know, uh, SLAs and that kind of thing more than 20 years. But, um, and th there are a lot of things that are 
keeping 3D printing from just really becoming the way of doing things. Yeah. But we're going to solve for those. You know, it's it's material sets and algorithms, and I I I just think it's it wonderful, especially to tie it back to biology, the notion of 3D printing replacement organs for ourselves yeah. as we get older. Yeah. Man, that's a that's a game changer. Yeah. Right. You'll get old. No. <laughs> yeah. No. It's a uh, uh, nobody gets out of this alive. Right. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's awesome. So uh, last question here, Michael, is, you know, if you could give yourself a, an advice, like to, to, you know, when you look back like 10 years ago, but what kind of advice will you give yourself? Um, you know, that it would be um, actually just to keep doing what I was doing. I, I have yeah. zero regrets about uh, my career, um, you know, how I've lived my life. Um, And I, 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 it sounds weird, but um, I, I don't, I, I just keep doing it. I put my yeah. head down, stay, stay curious. Um, maybe it, I, I, I'll tell you one of the things that's as I've gotten older, um, I, I've gotten more sensitive to um, kind of giving back more, investing more in the communities that I'm engaged with and in investing more in friends and associates. Um, uh, if I, if I were going to do anything, I would have made more time for that earlier because yeah. it really is rewarding. Um, um, but uh, other than that, I'm, I God, I'm very, uh, very fortunate. Awesome. I think I, when, if I look back and it's, you know, there's always different things you reflect on. I think now I should have valued my time a little bit different. Um, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, on, you know, what to, not that it, it's a, it's a mix, right. Again, of your, you know, work and, and, and your work life, right. And, and your personal life, but there's some things where I'm like, yeah, I should maybe have, have, have done a things a little bit different. Um, but, but again, right. You can, you can only do what you do or you can only do what you know at that time. Right. Or what you, what you feel or what you believe. Um, but, but I value well, my ties, time differently now. That ties back to what we were talking about earlier. It's easier to, it's easy to look backwards and say, boy, if I made a different choice here. Yeah. Um, but it, it, so a different choice would lead to different outcomes. Right. And yeah. it, uh, uh, you know, I think the only, it, if you've had an outcome that you regret, then it's easy to say, I wish I'd made a different choice. But if you had an outcome that's, Hey, this isn't bad. Yeah. Um, but if I made a different choice, could it have been better? You know, could yeah. I have um, been the next drummer in the greatest rock and roll band on earth, which is cheap trick. Um, <laughs> if I had made a different, I, I drummed a little bit when I was a kid, if I'd made a different choice, could that have happened? Would that have been like amazing? Yeah. Yeah. But um, would it have been more amazing than this? Don't know. And you will um, never know. Yeah. Yeah. And we, and we yeah. don't yet have time machines. So yeah. um, I got You got to kind of live with. Yeah. The collection and, of choices and you make and you make choices every day. Right. And I think making the choices that, you know, when you look back, it also it forms who you are. Right. So it's it, it is what it is. But it's just an interesting I think. Well, it's always interesting to reflect. Um, it sounds like as you think back on your life there are a couple of choices that you might have made different 
or think you might have made different maybe no yeah I think I'm all curious right to say what if I picked that mm. one right then what would have happened so it's just it's just the curiosity um so it, but... uh, you're you're Danish by yeah birth and origin yeah, yeah. so at some point you, you, there were choices made that got you here yes yeah yeah, a job offer <laughs> ah. um, and family moving. But yeah, no, yeah, it, that that's that's that was another way, right? And that was just going in and being curious and going some somewhere new. Um, and and I love it. You know, I think that's have learned me to be more outgoing because when you land in somewhere where, where everything is just new and you have to learn everything um where you know from taking a new driver's license right to learn you know what what needs to be filled out when your kids go to school that's all kind of new things that's always like that first time uh but but it 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 shapes you know who you are and it shapes you as a, as you know as a parent and and uh, as a worker and a colleague and and everything else it some I mean, this is off topic but at some point in time do you see yourself going back to Denmark um i will never say never but maybe, but um, you know, it, it's it's. Uh, I think it's it's where you're. It's I'm I'm there where I'm where I'm happy. Um, I, mm. I want to take it there. So it's not. I don't think the grass is greener here or there or other places in the world. There's always a trade for something. Uh, but but it's uh, you know it's, it's stay where you believe you're you know where you're comfort and and happy and 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 you know have your values. I think it's it's all about the values. If somebody wants to reach out to you, how how can they connect with you? Um, probably best way is through LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn quite a bit. Yeah. So I, I'm easy to find on LinkedIn. Um, I go to lots of conferences even. Uh, so I'm, uh, adjacent to the electronics component industry these days, but, uh, still very connected. In fact, next week I'll be at the, uh, women electronics conference in San Diego. Um, so if somebody happens to be there and we don't already know each other, please introduce yourself. Um, but LinkedIn is probably the best uh, best way. I, okay. I move around quite a bit, yep. and so uh, you know, even my own family uh, sometimes tracks me down via LinkedIn. <laughs> That's funny. I always said that my my LinkedIn is my VIP email, right? You know, if somebody is messaging me, <laughs> um, I I will check that one. Um, I agree. Yeah, it's it's just it's easier, right? There's not too much cluttery in it. Um, awesome, and I, I will make sure you know on the uh, um, podcast that on the notes and the on the episode page on mindinnovation.com. I'll make sure to um, to put your LinkedIn there, so it's easy just to to connect you or find you as well. So, so Mayo, thank you so much. I think we went all around. Um, I really like about what you said. You know, stay curious. That that's that is so important um, for everyone wherever you are, and and also just you know the. It, for your career right to um to keep keep stay keep curious or stay curious and there's so many options out there to to learn right now yeah I, uh, several years ago i wrote an article for linkedin um on uh curiosity that's uh still getting that uh, people are still pinging it it's uh, got a lot of traffic so if you hit my linkedin page look look for that one if you like the topic i'll, yeah. I'll look for it so thank yeah. you thank thank you for the invite i really appreciate it enjoy the conversation if you like Mind Innovation, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share the show wherever you get your podcast. You can follow Senna Vinding and Mind Innovation on Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. And make sure to check out mindinnovation.com. Stay curious and keep learning. See you next time.